I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, football Friday. All right, so um, so the final head coaching vacancy in the, in the NFL has been, has been filled. Shortly after we got off the air yesterday, Washington hired Dan Quinn, which was, was interesting because... It felt like the final two jobs that were open, if you had told me Dan Quinn and Mike McDonald would be the two hires, Mike McDonald, mm-hmm. the former defensive coordinator for the Ravens, I would have said, oh, okay, that makes sense. Dan Quinn is going to Seattle and Mike McDonald's going to Washington because Dan Quinn had been heavily rumored to be going to Seattle. It actually went flip-flop the other way around. So Washington fills their vacancy with Dan Quinn. We'll get to some of the reaction to that in Washington in just a second. Um Colin Cowherd yesterday, I'll give him credit for this. Um, Could there be a copycat thing going on here with the Washington Commanders? First, I'll have him lay it out here. Here, Laying out the situation in Washington with the Dan Quinn hire yesterday. Keep in mind, Cowherd, a noted honk for hiring offensive coaches, not defensive coaches. He's big into that. Quinn, a defensive coach. Here's Cowherd. Dan Quinn should take care of the defense. Um the cap space should take care of the O-line and some roster deficiencies. And the young wide receiver talent will take care of whoever the young quarterback is. And we know where a young quarterback lands really, really matters. You also have a sharp GM from San Francisco, Adam Peters, uh, to spend all that free agent money. So Drake May is probably going to Washington. So an East Coast kid can stay on the East Coast, Drake May whose comp is Justin Herbert. It's a pretty good comp. I've watched enough of him. I see a lot of Justin Herbert. Big kid, moves well, power arm. Good player. I, I, I had to extend the cut to yeah. make sure we got in the comp. The, the comp. It's not my comp. It's not a comp. It's the comp. The comp. The, it, and that is all there is to be said ever about it again, including, and like I always, uh, I, always I, I think somebody thought I was trying to start something with Lance or something when we used to criticize Coward calling the comp for C.J. Stroud, Jared Goff, because that's where, that's where Coward got it from, was from Lance. I would imagine, like, Lance would be the first person to tell you, like, don't take these, don't take these comps literally, except Colin ran with it like it was the word of God that, like, that was the comp, and everything that Jared Goff has ever done is going to be exactly what C.J. Stroud does. So prepare yourself that now the comp in Colin's mind is Justin Herbert, for uh, for for Drake May, yep. and that'll be that'll be it. For the it rest is of so time. decreed. He is so we did the comp. We did, this part's kind of similar to what we went through with CJ. Yeah, okay. yeah, and I and I would say right down to number two overall pick. You yeah. know, and so Collins laying some things out about Washington for a reason. 
Um, GM from San Francisco. Yep. Just uh, obviously, that's not a Nick Casario directly thing, but yeah, here here we go. Yeah, here we go. So what is so what is the comp for Washington as a team for Colin Cowherd? You know what this sounds like? The Houston Texans, number two pick, cap space, defensive coach, a connection to the San Francisco culture, some interesting wide receivers, and the previous seven eight years, a laughable either executive office or owner. And C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans turned it around. Laughing stock to the playoffs. Laughing stock to a playoff win in one year. So I think Washington's a really good job. All right, so does the comp of the Washington Commanders' current job, Seth, and the Houston Texans last year hold up? Does that hold water for you? I'm psychoanalyzing myself and trying to figure out whether – uh, whether it's whether it's actually a good comp or a bad comp, or if I'm just sitting here feeling feelings of just still anger over uh, how dismissive he was of the Texans last year, I think realistically, it's uh, yeah. I think the Texans taught Colin a lesson about just exactly how a turnaround might happen. Yeah, and there are there are some common elements there. You know, like there, obviously there's a boatload of differences too, and a lot of it, as he pointed out, it's going to come down to who who do they get at quarterback now. I, don't, I saw somebody yesterday um, said, uh, making the claim that it sounds and seems kind of like Colin Coward's getting some – might have a cozy relationship with Caleb Williams' agent. Uh, because oh, really? They, well, he just said, like, you know, Drake May likely goes to Washington. That would be presuming that Caleb Williams goes number one overall. That's not set in stone by any stretch of the imagination right now. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I yeah. – um. We're going to get to the reaction in um, Washington over the hire of Dan Quinn in just a second because I think that's one big thing that's being ignored in the analogy is yeah. the welcoming of the new head coach, whereas D'Amico Ryans was hailed as a conquering hero. Yeah. Dan Quinn is being viewed as very much a, a fallback in Washington. We'll get to that in a second. As far as Cowherd's analogy, the only two things I listen to there, Seth, where I feel like it's revisionist history with Cowherd – is where he says, intriguing wide receiver room. Let's slow down on that, because a year ago, I'm fairly certain that Colin Cowherd would have been among the people saying the Texans' wide receivers room was far from intriguing. Everybody was ranking it last in the league. This is the worst yeah. wide receiver room in the league. There's no big names. They're signing these journeyman veterans. Who's Nico Collins? They drafted Tank Dell. Turns out Nico Collins and Tank Dell are pretty damn good. And the other thing, the seven or eight years of you know, poor management and ownership and things like that. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm, I'm nitpicking here. I I really feel like it was just like a three year period where O'Brien and Easterby were in charge of things. that was really, really bad. I I think he was probably including in that a lot of the uh, inmates running the prison type stuff. Maybe, maybe that like there was a lot of drama. Even as the team was doing well, there was still drama. There was drama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like non foot, non football drama. Yep. Um, so I listened in yesterday on 106.7 The Fan because I like listening to these other cities when they hire coaches just to see what the reaction is. And the reaction, and their reaction was probably a turned-up volume version of what it was around football. I think most people are like, okay, that's Dan Quinn in Washington. All right. Um, they, they, were, um, they were not excited about it in, in Washington. Here's the afternoon show on our sister station, 106.7 The Fan, the Grant and Danny show. This is Danny, I believe, Danny Ruhr. Who and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Danny. Who said uh, not excited about the fallback candidate Dan Quinn? Waiting around, waiting for seven other teams to select their guy, 
you didn't select anybody, and you went, this guy. Like, I would have loved it had they been excited. Like, if they were juiced up and he had blown them away, I, at least that. I'd understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like, your point about how, how we got here is true. I mean, I, I think two people turned them down for you know different different ways, different reasons, or whatever. We don't know the, the totality of it. <laughs> I knew you'd I like that. This guy. I knew you'd like that. I like that, Danny Wu. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. What's his name? Danny, Danny it's R-O-U-H-I-E-R. I said Ruhr. Uh, R-O-U-I-H-R? R-O-U-H-I-E-R is how Danny. They were They were the guys, Seth, doing their show in the studio next to us when the Nationals came here to play in the World Series. Yeah. They were all, but they were emotionally battered and beaten down by the time the the. Washington came back to here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah remember they were here at the beginning. Yeah, then they went away. Yeah, and the Astros won every game yeah. on the road, as everybody recalls. Yeah, they were. Then they came back. They were fine by the end of their trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I remember when they came back the yeah. second time. They're like, yeah, eh, what are you gonna do? They were beaten. Astros yeah. is just a better team. Yeah. Like two days later, like, yeah, you clowns. We knew it. idiots. We had yeah. it all along. Um, yeah, but play, I, but I like that little. I like that reaction. Play the, um, play, play it one more time. Just the very beginning. It's just the very beginning. Waiting around, waiting for seven other teams to select their guy. You didn't select anybody, and you went, this guy. Good enough. But. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, this is the guy I've Ha-cha. always wanted. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know. I, I applauded teams for taking their time and being more patient this year and interviewing a bunch of people. Washington interviewed somewhere around eight people or so yeah. that we know of. And... Uh, like so, that I think is good. I think that shows that you're actually you're not just going after the hot ticket or whatever. You and at the same time, yeah. It's a, if you're the last one, it's impossible not to feel like well, one of these one of these first seven guys hired. At least one of them is probably going to work out. Yeah. And uh, like, what did you miss out on that guy because you were being so patient? Yeah. And and so careful. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I, it was clear to me, Seth, they felt very despondent that they missed out on Ben Johnson and Bobby yeah. Slowick. And, yeah. and if I were to glean one thing from listening to their show yesterday and listening a little bit this morning... Because um, I think we've been kind of up in the air a little bit, at least I have, about whether or not it was Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick saying, no, we're good, we're going to go back to where we were, or Washington sending signals to them like, you're probably not going to be our guy, and then them yeah. saying, okay, well, you can't fire me, I quit, that sort of thing. Um, it seems like in Washington they think that Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick said, no, nope, we're good. That's the yeah. perception in Washington right now is that the, well, yeah, they were rejected I, by these two guys. I, I know that's the perception. I wonder, though, too – when Ben Johnson said, I'm good, that was as Washington was flying out to Detroit to reportedly interview Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn again. So 
I think either way, whether it was Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson turning down Washington, or it was just that Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick were sitting out there knowing that the knowing that Washington still had multiple other guys. So, like, if you're Bobby Slowick, you're looking at you know, and you might know, wow, they're still considering both Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. Meanwhile, the Texans are offering me a wad of cash. And, uh, like, okay, I'm going to take the bird in the hand. And not to mention, I've got a really good situation going here. And maybe I don't feel awesome about Washington right now. Yeah, all, all of it, though, goes back to Washington perhaps not being aggressive enough. Maybe they're yeah. a little too careful. And I wonder, with Josh Harris, the new owner, he, he, he already owns two other teams and two other sports. And he brought in uh, a baseball person and somebody else for, like, this coaching search commission, committee. And I wonder if I wonder if some of the candidates maybe thought that these guys were a little too exploratory. Yeah, like they're like, okay, I want to go in. If I'm a coach, I want to go in where the owner knows what he wants and is going to give me license to do what I want and have a conversation about that. I wonder. I just this is pure, just me actually wondering. Did Josh Harris and his people come off as uh, a little too open? Yeah, and a little too much. Just like, hey, we're still learning the biz. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be on. I don't want to be the tutor to my new owner. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, Myers, the GM of the Golden State Warriors, I know was one of the guys they brought in to yeah. help kind of vet candidates and things like that. I'll tell you the candidate, the guys we were just, uh, we were just, well, we've only heard Danny. We'll hear from Grant in just a second on another element of all this. I, I'll tell you the guy that they that would they would have been happy about hiring um, was Anthony Weaver. They were very pro-Anthony mm-hmm. Weaver on that show yesterday. and I think, Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's in Baltimore, so there's a proximity to it. You know, they, yeah. if they don't follow the commanders, Baltimore's probably the next team they follow the closest there. Yeah. So yeah. there was a familiarity. And I think the overall thing was I think they feel like Dan Quinn is a retread candidate. Like, there's no newness it's, to this whole thing. It, it's tough with Dan Quinn, though, too, because even if you look at, like, Mike McDonald versus Dan Quinn, I think Mike McDonald is viewed as maybe more of a... Um, innovative or maybe like a multifaceted thinker as a defensive coordinator uh, where Dan Quinn, you know, it's not the same as it always wasn't back in Seattle when it's just cover three all the time, but um, not, not as diverse of a coordinator. And, and he really just, he did his best work as a coach when he had Kyle Shanahan and Matt, Matt Ryan is his offensive coordinator and quarterback. And, and after those guys were gone, well, after Kyle Shanahan was gone and then Matt Ryan got old, um, there really wasn't much to speak of. Nope. And, I, and I think, yeah, if you're, if you're in Washington, you're like, all right, well, I guess if you hire a, a baller offensive coordinator and you nail it in the draft, Dude, we might have something. That was the other thing. Boy, they got their greasy mitts all over the Kubiak brothers right now in Washington. They oh, want, yeah. They, yeah, they want somebody from San Francisco to at least run the offense. Here was, here was Grant Paulson, the other host on 106.7 The Fan, on well this this is what could make the Dan Quinn hire a moot point also the number two pick is the whole deal and a lot of this is just me talking myself into not being crestfallen today but the GM hire was good is the number two quarterback pick the guy because if Drake Mays Justin Herbert Dan Quinn's fine if Drake May doesn't go to and you take Jaden Daniels and Jaden Daniels is Lamar Jackson whatever you you just found yourself an MVP caliber quarterback you gotta hit on that pick and it can make today a footnote so there you go if if you look in the annals of disappointing coaching hires that ended up being exactly what what that team needed 
A lot of times it is a defensive-minded guy. Sure. I think of I, I think Bel- Belichick was an underwhelming hire at the time. Looked at as like a a, a retread failure. Yeah. Uh, Pete Worked Carroll out. especially yeah. was looked at as as a like oh my God, he's the consummate college guy. Yeah. And you're telling me he didn't even actually win the national championship anymore? My God. Uh, so those guys ended up working out and being just fine. I, it's I, I I reread that article in the Athletic about the Jets, Sean, mm-hmm. yesterday, and I got I got angry on behalf of the Jets. For this reason, for one, there's a basically a couple accusations of Robert Sala, defensive-minded head coach, being paranoid in that article. You go to read the article. One of the examples they bring up of Robert Sala being paranoid is one in which he held a meeting because he believed that there were leaks and he was trying to find out who the leaks were. Then, according to the article, at least two of the people in that meeting leaked information about the meeting meeting, and used it as evidence that Robert Sala is paranoid about people leaking information. Ah, all right. I'm just too dumb, I suppose. I'm just a dumb jock. I don't get these things, apparently. But as I was assessing the Jets, and I'm looking at a team that won six games last year with an abomination of a quarterback, um, and, like, it really is – It's yes, the Jets are dysfunctional. Guess what? So are 31 other teams in the Mm -hmm. NFL. There are, it's, it's, it's run by a bunch of alpha male cavemen, okay? Like, we're, we're dysfunctional people when you stick, them all, stick us all in a room. Everybody's trying to get ahead. So, I, really all that matters is that you get the GM, the head coach, and your quarterback right. Quarterback's big. Yeah, and that's not even essential. But if yeah. you have those three things, yep. you can overcome a lot of dysfunction. So, you look at the Jets team, and as, as far as what they've wanted to do on defense, they've nailed it defensively. As far as the, what they are trying to do on offense, I don't know. Nathaniel Hackett's really the biggest stupid thing they've done, I think. But if Aaron Rodgers comes back and he's healthier, if he'd stayed healthy this year, they're very, they very well could have been in the playoffs. Sure. So I just, yeah, those, those, uh, those hit piece articles annoy me sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, when, and I think just to circle this back to, the, the, to origi- the, yeah. the original analogy with Washington and Houston, I think the, to me the biggest thing is that where Coward's analogy does not hold up is what we just heard. You know, they're not excited about this hire in Washington at all. We were over the moon about D'Amico Ryan's coming here. And I think just to take it a step further, if they're that thirsty to get a Kupshanistan offensive coordinator, if that guy comes in and Drake May or whoever they draft is the real deal, mm-hmm. and they start to, there starts to be noise about whoever was coaching Drake May becoming a head coach somewhere... I think the danger Dan Quinn faces that D'Amico Ryans will never, ever, ever face here is that depending on how Washington looks as a team overall, there would be noise about, well, let's just promote so-and-so and make right. him the head coach, like they did with Lovey Smith in Tampa Bay with Jameis Winston after his rookie year. Remember? They fired yeah, Lovey Smith right. and promoted Dirk Cutter because he was the OC that's for right. right. Wonderkin yeah. Jameis Winston rookie quarterback. So yeah. I, I think that's to me, is the big difference between the two is that the head coaching situation is a much, much firmer situation here than Dan Quinn is in Washington moving yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you uh, on a um, on a football Friday. Let's get to some headlines. Uh, John Weeks is back. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, the head coaching carousels we just mentioned is done. We're going to take a look at that big picture in the 7 o'clock hour. Um, some Rockets news as well. Rockets made a trade yesterday. Is that the first of what could be some more activity before the trade deadline? That is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.